Oh good, you're back. Here's part two. Technology is a new solutions. I know for us, it feels like there's just something new every day that you have to sort of take a step back and consider whether or not it can help or not. And they just seem to be flying by all the time and piling up. Is that your role? Do you have to sort of evaluate all of these as they come in? And how do you keep up with uh, so many different technologies and solutions? You, you mentioned it before about how things move so quickly. So um, is it a big part of your job? Um, is it uh, like, how, how, do you, how do you balance it all? God, no, it is not. Um, I'm not the guy you want for that. I'm okay. like a analog. Dude a <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we actually in the last like years, I mean, we've always had like a really amazing um, guy internally front end developer technically, but I mean, he's really just a, an amazing engineer overall. Um, but on top of that, we, we've been building out a, a more robust kind of technology team. Um yeah. which has actually done a great job and and help us kind of grow up our tech stack. I think for us, for me personally, technology is amazing. It can help solve a lot of problems and like really present some amazing tools. Um, and obviously we like, we rely on a lot of those tools. Um, at the same time, you know, I think that it, it my personal feeling is that it's, it's, there are, there is a potential to become distracted with some of the tools, yeah. whether it's technology or anything else. It's like, you kind of become fascinated with the tool yeah, and less focused on the job that it's helped, that it's designed to help you do. Um, and so I, I I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm like a less is more kind of guy and like, let's keep it simple, but also add in um, layers and technologies and tools where it really makes sense and allows us to become more efficient. But as long, only if we're like not taking our eye off that, that the ball of what kind of the, the final goal is, um, because you're right. It's like, you know, that I'm sure your email inbox is full of kind of, um, cold outreach for new technology all the time. I know it's crazy. Like, um, so it'd be impossible to keep up with all that. It would be a full-time job in itself. Um, yeah. so but you bring up a good point. Not, you, you, I feel like I'm being like a like a hater on the technology, and I'm no, no, that's no, no, not no. it at all. You, you, you're actually a lot like we are. You know, I think it, it comes down to like when we think about our business. There's we have a we had a certain approach and path that got us to where we're at. And sometimes what happens is you got to remind yourself, like, hey, what we decided to be or what we decided to build is working. So don't get caught up in the idea of what something else might do. Right? We're we're also a big believer in in simplicity, right? And so, you know, what we offer people is simple to what we think simple be, being a good, good thing. And we think that, but we, you know, you're constantly, I, I guess, you know, intrigued or, or, or people are putting things in front of you all the time about different ways to monetize what you have and you, but, but it would be clutter and it would just create a, a, a you know, a worse overall user experience. So uh, we're just like you in that way. That's why I always ask this question because I think, you, like you said, you can spend all day long testing and looking at other technologies, but you just have to step back all the time and remind yourself like, well, what got us successful in the first place or what got us here in the first place, which just sounds like what you do. That's, that's your job. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it's like, hey, is this going to help us build better product? Is this going to yeah. help us like connect with our community in a richer way? Is this going to help customers have a better experience with, with us in some way? Like those are the big questions to ask. Um, you know, it's, it's really easy to be kind of like uh, become obsessive over like that next, like incremental 
step in conversion rate optimization yeah. or something like that, right? When really at the end of the day, like I want to, I just want to make sure our customers are having a great experience with the brand and that we're able to continue to find more customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, around that and, and, um, and growth, you, you know, for us, we, we're always, we have a very specific idea of who we want to be uh, and what lane we exist in. Right. And, you know, as, as a, I always talk about as a coffee analogy, we didn't set out ever to become Starbucks. We just wanted to be a really great corner coffee uh, store. So um, that's how we have to, we remind ourselves all the time and we want to stay in that lane. But when it comes to growth for us, um, a lot of the times you get to a certain point of growth and then you have to really take a step back and think, okay, if you try to go to the next level, what does that mean? What does it mean in terms of cost or bringing people in or margins or whatever the case may be? How do you guys handle that? Like how, how big does Taylor Stitch want to be? Or do you even think about that? Or do you just have your mm -hmm. head down and say like, I just want to build good product and the rest takes care of itself? That's a good question. I love the coffee analogy. Um, yeah. Mostly just because I love coffee. And that's yeah, me too. That's from... why I always use it too. Same thing. And I love my corner <laughs> coffee store. So I think that's probably why too. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I love the corner coffee shop for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm always like finding, you know, new beans from around the country to, to order up and try. That's fun. Um yeah. Yeah, you know, this question is always like kind of an interesting one because, you know, it's like, I don't think there's, it, it kind of implies that like, hey, there's a, we have this point in our mind of like, oh, once we get there, we can kind of kick back and relax and, and we've made it. Um, and I don't think that's really like where or how we think about it as a brand. Um, you know, to your point, growth definitely brings along its own challenges with regard to like growing the team and like, yeah you know, um, everything else. But, um, for us, I think we like to think about it as how do we build like a hundred year brand versus how do we build like a hundred million dollar brand right away? Um, right. and as long as we can continue to keep growing, um, and we can be here for the long haul, like that's our, that's kind of our motto, but it's also not just like a corny thing on the website. It's something we actually like try to believe in and, yeah. and really, I think embody as a brand is like, let's let's think about longevity um not just size um and that's where it gets exciting for us i think like for any brand you know you can grow a brand any brand if you shoot a money gun at it um you know it's like with enough money you can kind of like you can buy growth um yeah but at the end of the day that doesn't necessarily mean that you have a sustainable thing going from a a, a brand building perspective so for us it's like, Hey, let's keep growing this thing. Obviously we want to grow. Um, it's not like we're just like content with, you know, poor performance or, you know, losing, losing business every year. But as long as we can continue to grow at a healthy clip, um, and we can continue to retain those customers and, and maintain those relationships, then I think that's, that's the recipe for us to be here for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's kind of like, if you want to be a hundred year brand, then the rest will take care of itself. Right. So you don't have to think about the you know, yeah. it would be a hundred million dollar brand. So that's great. Um, one, one question I had for you was about your job. I, I always, I love to ask this because I, I've never been in, in the role you've been in. So can you kind of walk me through what a day is like for you? Like, how do you approach your day as a senior director of brand marketing? What are the, like the key responsibilities and what do you have to make sure that you tackle each day? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Some days I, I like the days over. I'm like, what did I, what happened? Yeah. Like a, um, I mean, we're, we're still a pretty like um, small, but mighty team and, and and we run lean and fast, but um, yeah. And that title as the, as it, as I was hearing you say, is just sounds silly. It's funny. Cause I think 
I'm the one that that created the title. I'm like, <laughs> That's funny. I should have come up with something better than that. Um, you know, for me, I oversee, in, in a nutshell, I oversee our go-to-market strategy for, you know, seasonal calendars. Um, and it, so, you know, we have a, an internal marketing team um, and internal creative team um, that, that I kind of oversee with regard to just how we're positioning product, how we're engaging with customers. Um, also currently run, you know, I've, I've built our wholesale program, um, and oversee that even we're currently hiring. So if you know any great wholesale reps, please send them my way. Um, yeah. Um, you know, PR collaborations, um, you know, interface with our performance team, um, on the, the, the paid channel side. Um, but really it's, it's kind of just like, um, trying to stay nimble and, and creative in our approach to how we grow this brand. So, um, that's, that's an ambiguous answer, but I feel like that's, um, that that's my approach to job security. Don't yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's what it is, right? Sometimes it's, <laughs> it's different every day. That's, that's how you have to think about it. That's totally true. Uh, yeah. how long have you lived in San Francisco? Oh man, I've been here for like, uh, just over 10 years. Nice. Um, has it changed? Has, has work life changed for you uh, a lot in the last couple of years with everything that's going on, um, in the way you approach your job or the way that you uh, have to, you know, approach working with other people? How has it changed? Oh yeah, it's changed a lot. I mean, I think it has for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, we. I'm in our office today, which we have retained through um, through the pandemic, and um, but we've kind of re- reimagined the space a little bit. We technically mostly work remote now. Um, you know, I work in the office maybe one day a week or so, because sometimes it's nice to be with physical product. Um, and sometimes it's just a nice change of venue from, from my home. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, we, the whole world shifted to remote work. So fortunately we were like pretty well equipped to do that. Um, pretty quickly. We didn't have any like major issues. Um, for me personally, I love living in San Francisco. It's part of, part of the reason I'm here is that like, access to the lifestyle that we like kind of actively promote as part of Taylor stitch and, and our brand. Um, it's like, you know, two days ago, uh, myself and Michael Mahar, one of the founders were out, you know, kind of, it, it's like our version of golf, but it was like a trail run in the headlands in the afternoon for an nice. hour and a half catching yeah. up and trying to talk about opportunities for the new year and, and what we're excited about. Um, and to be able to do that is just is great, and the year-round weather is amazing as well. So, um, yeah, I'm originally from Denver. I kind of miss the seasons from time to time. NorCal has like pretty consistent um, vibe with regard to weather, but also, hey, it's December and you can be outside doing things. So I'll take that. Yeah, as a cyclist too, you went from uh, one area where you were cycling a bunch of hills and you're still doing it, right? So you probably have the same uh, hills to tackle in San Francisco. Yeah, there's there's plenty of hills here, that's for sure. Um, I'm yeah. a little, little old and too big to be going up those hills in any <laughs> no, no, meaningful no, no, no. I don't know. It's about survival. I'm sure, survival at I'm this sure point. you can get around on a bike pretty well. Um, <laughs> well, look, that was my last question, Luke. This was uh, This was a lot of fun. Like I said, I'm a big fan of the brand, so it was great to hear more about it. Big fan of my boots, big fan of everything you guys are doing. So I totally appreciate you taking the time today and uh, sharing your story. And um, I will look you up the next time I'm in San Francisco. 
Yeah, sounds good, man. Hey, shoot me some uh, any coffee recommendations you have too. I'm always looking for new. Oh yeah, yeah, we can totally do that. Yeah, I, I absolutely will do that. I'm a big, big coffee guy. So yeah, you you can count on that. I'll send some of them. But I really appreciate uh-huh. it. That was a great time. All right, thanks so much. All right, bye. So long. Thanks for listening to Strange Currencies. This podcast is for entertainment only. Any advice should be taken with caution, except chocolate. Uncle Sean is right about that. You should eat them every day. Hosted by Sean Ryan and sponsored by Rotary Digital. Music, mix and mastering done by MKG Marketing. Next episode to drop next week. Be sure to subscribe, like and share wherever you podcast.